0: And hello again, and welcome to another edition of the Baseball Talk Radio Show. It is the first edition for 2023. We took a nice holiday break, and joining me, as always, is the great, the wonderful Mr. Rich Baxter. Rich, how are you? Hey,
1: doing great, Gary. Happy New Year. Happy 2023 to all of our listeners out there and yourself. Uh, wow, it got
0: here fast, didn't it? Oh, boy, it, it did. So, you know, we uh, we're in 2022, blinked an eye, and all of a sudden we had a new year. And winter is upon us again, as we here in the Northeast are getting some cold, gusty weather coming. Uh, uh, but our prayers go off to our friends down south who are having some really uh, terrible weather. And out west, where they're having torrential rainstorms, so um, keep the faith and all, and and hang in there. Um, and and hopefully, these storms will pass, and the winter will pass, and we'll have baseball. I mean, we're about a month away now from spring training,
1: yeah, just uh, a month, a little month, it's going to go by fast. And you know, for teams like the Phillies, the Astros, a couple other teams that made it deep into the playoffs, it's going to be a short off season for us. Right as of uh, now, it just seems like it's not very close to me uh, being spring training uh, today. But like you said, it is. It's only a few weeks away. Uh, the sun's shining today out in the Northeast, but it is a little chilly out there. And as you said, across the country, there's been some rough weather.
0: And I was. <laughs> oh, those gremlins. First time of the yeah. new year and we're getting some gremlins already. But, you know, that's what happens when you go live, Rich, and and uh, do it. But um, we, we've had a kind of a wild uh offseason so far, lots of big contracts signed, and uh, the money has just been incredible. And, uh, we'll continue on. As I was saying, lots and lots of big contracts getting signed this year, and uh, the money is just enormous. It's incredible. I can see why anybody want to play the sport if, if you've got the talent to play. But uh, the money was flowing, especially from my owner of the Mets here. Everybody knows I'm a Met fan. He was spending money uh, left and right, but a lot of it was really to keep uh, a lot, uh, a bunch of his players here and keep them in the fold, so to speak. After losing uh, Jacob Degrom, uh, signed a few uh, pitchers and and uh, had to rebuild the bullpen, but. Uh, Boston made a big acquisition holding on to their third baseman and uh, uh, lots of money. Texas got a couple of pitches, uh, including Jacob deGrom. Uh, Philly got a a brand new shortstop and uh, spent a lot of money on him. And uh, I believe Rich is back with us now.
1: A ton of money, Gary. And I apologize for the difficulties. I did upgrade my uh, OS my Mac right before we did the show and it did say I may see some performance issues. So yeah, that's true. I did, (laughs) but yeah, the (laughs) the Phillies uh, spent a ton of money in the off season. They've added uh, a practically a new relief team as well for the bullpen. I don't know if you've uh, heard about that much, but the bigger story was the Mets with Carlos Correa. Can you uh, tune us in on that? Because you're outside of New York city. Um, on the island, and uh, you have the latest on that. I'm interested to hear it.
0: Well, we had the Carlos Correa saga, if you will, here. Of course, as everybody knows, he agreed to a contract with the San Francisco Giants pending a physical. And when they went to the physical, there was uh, something the doctors didn't like about an ankle injury he suffered uh, a number of years ago. I think it was 2014, I believe. I could be wrong with the year, but uh, he had suffered this bad ankle injury, and I guess the thought process was, was it was a 13-year contract, and they were concerned the doctors. It was an ankle specialist uh, that was concerned about the uh you know, the results as he gets older, uh, you know, eight years into a 13 year contract or 10 years into it, that maybe this ankle would break down. Uh, so the Giants sort of backed out and the Mets swept in and uh, they agreed to a 12 year contract for three hundred and fifteen million pending a physical. Now, from what I understand, they used the same ankle doctor, which Doesn't kind of make doesn't make sense in a way, because uh, you know what he's going to say already. But anyway, if that's true, uh, I'm not sure if it is. But they had the same issues and they worked for about two weeks trying to change the language. Uh, It hasn't come out yet what what they were trying to do. But probably something in the lines is if he gets if he gets uh, hurt they'll take X amount of percentage off the contract or they could void the contract or, or whatever, but uh, they couldn't come to an agreement either. So uh, off Correa went to the twins, the team that he came from and signed an eight year deal for a little less money, but more upfront and less years. And, and that's basically it for the Mets. It was uh you know what? It was a, a blow, but not what I'd call a major blow. It, it, we we have a third baseman, Escobar had a pretty decent year last year. We have a, 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 a project or or a uh, uh, a young uh, player coming up, Brett Beatty, who's a third baseman, uh, and uh, they're very high on him. So he he got a cup of coffee last year before getting hurt. So we don't really know what he can do. We have to see. So it, it wasn't um it, it wasn't a necessary piece, but it would have been a lovely piece and a uh, to have in there, and, and and it would have helped the lineup. The lineup need they still need a power bat, in my estimation, and Correa would have filled that bill, but it didn't happen. So it it's not. Um, you know what I what I'm getting at here? It, it it's not one of those losses where you go, oh, God, you know, we needed that. It was like, well, okay, you know, and a lot of people were not happy with the long contract and the money. So, in those regards, it's it's uh, it, like I said, it, it's not a heartbreaker as uh, other contracts or free agents that you lost in the past. So. Um, you know, there are players, good players in in line that can take uh play that position. He was gonna switch to third base career, and uh there are other guys that can take his place, and um and that's what we're we're doing, uh, and that's what's gonna happen. And you know, uh he goes to the Twins, and that's where he played last year. And um, you know, it, it, it's kind of he opted out though after a year. So, uh, but he wanted he once they couldn't reach an agreement with the Mets, he requested that uh, Scott Boras go to the Twins and see what they could do. So he wanted to go back to Minnesota because they treated him uh, nicely. I don't believe in this new deal that he's got. That there is an opt-out clause, so uh, it's an eight-year deal, I believe, and and he'll be a twin for eight years uh, unless they trade him.
1: Yeah, the the strange part about the whole situation was the Mets consulting the first doctor that you know told the Giants that. <laughs> Don't sign him, you know, he's a risk down the line, you know, 12 year contract, $315 million or whatever. Um, But then, you know, and Correa himself said he's had many doctors say that there's a problem, even though he didn't feel any pain or doesn't have any issues with it and haven't missed a game, as he said. But he said there's been doctors for and against it. So one thing he's learned over the whole situation is that doctors do have different opinions, vastly yeah. different opinions. But I guess when it comes to a $315 million contract, um, you know, a team that hears from a doctor that says something, and that's the strange thing. Like, who do you believe? You got one doctor saying this, you got the other doctor saying that. The truth is somewhere in the middle. Um who do you believe, so to speak? but uh Correa caught in that you know uh no man's land of doctors uh reviews, so to speak, and ended up with a two hundred million dollar deal six year deal with the twins might be better for him he's twenty eight um six years he's thirty four oh, six years um he might have another contract in him. you never know if he can stay healthy um 34 is not the end of the world as a major league baseball player. And, uh, you know, he did speak against the Mets, though. I think I saw some quotes saying something about uh, one team shouldn't have that much money to spend. And I'm not sure I didn't really research those quotes 100 percent, but it apparently came for the New York Post. So, uh, I don't know why you would say that about a team that was just going to give him $315 million, but, uh, and then
0: so why is he looking for that kind of money then?
1: Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah you know, I mean, come on of the money. So, <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: don't knock the money, dude. <laughs> exactly.
1: I mean, I, I don't know why you would say that, but again, I didn't really do my due diligence to research that a hundred percent before the program, but, uh, yeah, the Carlos Correa, um, saga so to speak as you called it has been the most interesting of the off season for uh this year and uh as you said opening day march 30th uh the 93 all star game will be held july 11th in seattle at t mobile park this year and um did you know that the mlb will go on sort of a world tour sort of like the um NFL has, and uh, the MLB has in the past. The Giants and the Padres are scheduled to play a two-game series in Mexico City on April 29th and 30th, and the Cardinals and the Cubs are also scheduled for a two-game series in London, England, on June 24th and 25th. So uh, the game's still trying to expand uh, across the globe, so to speak.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and unfortunately this year, I don't believe there is a Field of Dreams game because they are doing renovations on that field. Uh, so uh, that won't be played, but uh, lots of fun stuff to have. Look, uh, uh, Chicago's getting a new statue at Wrigley Field. Ryan Sandberg is going to get his statue uh, outside of Wrigley Field and uh somebody that you know uh Ryan Sandberg because of the uh, connection with the Phillies as well.
1: Yeah, never knew uh Sandberg was that big in Chicago. He sort of left Philadelphia in a bad way. Um packed up and left uh after uh, being the manager of the Phillies for a while. Um he faced a little uh criticism here and um I never really saw him as a Philly. I always thought of him as a cub.
0: As a cub. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, for some reason he didn't work out in Philly, but you know, they're embracing him in Chicago and that's nice for Sandberg and uh, wish him well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A hall of famer. So he got his, uh, he's going to get his statue outside of Wrigley field. And how about this Trevor Bauer situation, Rich? Uh The Dodgers designated him for assignment. He passed, uh, cleared waivers now, and uh, he finished serving a 194 game suspension for violating the MLB, MLBPA, joint domestic violence. He had sexual assault and child abuse. Uh, uh, That's the policy that he violated. He had, uh, of course, Uh, a sexual assault in other charges uh, against him. The uh, DA, I think, dropped the charges. I don't think they uh, went after him criminally, but uh, he is a free man now, and uh, the Dodgers couldn't trade him, so they owe him $22.5 million for the upcoming season. And uh he's a free agent now, I guess,
1: yeah, I haven't been following that story too closely uh, a lot of layers to that story, and um again, where the truth lies is somewhere in between the two layers um yeah, I really can't comment too much on it other than that i, I never really was a Trevor Bauer fan, never really followed his career, but um. Apparently, he's been cleared as far as uh, those things are concerned. And I'm sure, hey, if there was something to make anything stick these days, um, believe me, they would have. So regardless of what that situation is, Trevor Bauer, uh, that story continues as well. But Gary, a lot of signings um, coming down the pike here as we're getting closer to spring training. Um, a lot of these teams are making their final agreements. The Padres avoided arbitration with Juan Soto and their closer, Josh Hader. That's good for them. And uh, some other players were signed. Uh, Nelson Cruz agreed to a one-year deal with the Padres. And, you know, the Padres went from a team that was sort of sleeping for the past 15 years prior to the last two <laughs> And all of a sudden, they've become a, a big player in the game. It's, it's refreshing to see that a small market team like them have stepped up and they're they're going for it, so to speak.
0: Yeah, yeah. They're spending the money uh, bringing in the players. They spent a fortune on Fernando Tatis Jr., who got hurt missed last year completely, but uh, brought in uh, different, as you say, they traded for Juan Soto, brought him in. Um, uh, they signed uh Xander or Xavier Bogarts this year, uh, for a lot of money and made some trades. And uh, they're trying to build a winner. They made the playoffs last year, defeated my Mets in a wild card game or in a wild card series, I should say. And uh, you know, made some moves this year again to try to uh, get back and maybe win that division. It's still a tough division with the Dodgers and there and uh, the way they play and the way they spend money, though they've been relatively quiet this whole off season uh, the uh, Dodgers have as the Giants have, though the Giants were in on the Correa deal. Uh, they did sign Michael Conforto, the Giants. So uh, there's some, they've added some players there uh, and lost a few. Uh, but all in all, they've been relatively quiet as well. So um, we'll see. And, you know, the, the central, uh, the, Again, not a lot of moves going on there. The Cardinals signed a couple of um, lesser deals, if you will. Um, But uh, the Cubs have made some moves, and uh, they made a move yesterday, I think it was. They got Trey Mancini now, uh, so he'll be uh, a good piece for that team. They were looking at uh, uh, him for quite some time. The Mets were looking at him as well because the Mets are looking for a fourth outfield of the type and um, the names that came up for the Mets were Tommy Pham, Adam Duvall, uh, Andrew McCutcheon and um, Trey Mancini. Now Mancini and McCutcheon have signed uh, Mancini with the Cubs, McCutcheon with the Pirates. So at least Duval and Pham unless they signed with somebody in the last 10 minutes, I don't know. Uh, But anyway, you know, um, so the Cubbies are are starting to put together a team uh, in our division uh, of the uh, National League East, of course, um, spoke about the Mets. We spoke about the Phillies adding. Uh, Nationals really didn't do much. They added Dom Smith. Uh, From the Mets, uh, he was a free agent. They uh, let him go. The Mets and the Phillies picked him. I mean, uh, the Nationals picked him up. The Marlins are looking to make some deals with some of their young pitchers. So we'll see how that fairs as we get closer to spring training. So uh yeah, but a lot of little signings going on as teams are filling out their roster now and um filling out their AAA teams. So you'll see a lot of minor league deals and uh you know they'll just sign a bunch of players and bring them to camp and hope to catch lightning in a bottle.
1: That's for sure. And uh speaking of lightning in a bottle Um, I'd like to invite our listeners uh, to our Patreon page over at patreon.com forward slash baseball talk. And there you can see our our show page. You can sign up to sponsor the show just for a small amount. A cup of coffee a month is uh, what we're looking for. And if we get enough of those cups of coffee, it's going to help foster the show we're going to be able to do a little uh, live stuff here for you over the year and uh that that's the spirit of an independent podcast. You want to try to support what you like if possible. We don't bombard you with ads um and uh we're independent. So if you like the show and you've been listening for a while or you're new, uh go over Please. to our Patreon page. Yeah. <laughs> or you can stop over to our anchor.fm page that's where we keep the show primarily and where we uh where it emanates from and gets distributed out to all the different um google podcasts and apple and things like that um you can go over to our page there at anchor and make a donation as well and uh, we've had some people over the years Uh, Visit us there and um, it's anchor.fm forward slash baseball talk radio show. So you can stop there and uh, in a second here, I'm going to load it up for our Facebook viewers as well, right here on the screen, and I'll show you what that looks like. You can go right on the screen and hit the support button which is right in the center of the page here. Again, anchor.fm forward slash baseball talk radio show. It's all one word. And you can hit this little support button here. Something will pop up here, become a supporter. As little as a dollar a month, a cup of coffee. uh, I don't know where you can find a cup of coffee for a dollar a month anymore. (laughs) But uh, if you're a Starbucks person, you might go for the $4.99 a month right there in the center or you know, get a mention on the show each time we do it at $9.99. Uh, if you support our show, we're going to give you a special shout out at $9.99 a month. And you can pay with a credit card. It goes through a secure site for that. So I wanted to let everybody know that you can sponsor us here on the Baseball Talk Radio show as we do our good work. And Gary, I'm I'm looking forward to having some special guests on. This year as well, we're going to do do our best to bring the listeners some interesting authors and, you know, people like that, maybe some ex-baseball players to talk the game. And um, the future looks good for 2023 in the show.
0: Yeah, it certainly does. And, and, uh, you know... um... Baseball is going to be changing some rules this year. So we'll see how that we'll comment on that as the season rolls on. We're going to have larger bases and a time clock. And uh, we'll see how all of that works out. Other little goodies that they're going to add. So um, we we shall see what goes on with the, uh, with the uh, uh, major league baseball as the season rolls on. Uh, it's, you know, get starting to get a little antsy now for spring training. We, we, at least we have the football now. We can watch that. Yeah. Uh, but after that, I unfortunately went wireless or cableless or whatever you call it. And, uh, I don't get any hockey anymore, so I am struggling here. Uh, I get the football game, so I've been watching. I have to get uh,
1: you on ESPN Plus because that's where all the hockey is. If you don't sign up. I know,
0: but it's still blacked out for my team, so a lot of the games. Yeah, if you're local. So the local teams, they black out. And I don't, as I said, I don't, the uh, service that we got uh, doesn't include the, uh, MSG is what I need for the local team. So, right. um, I, I am, uh, I'm no basketball unless I want to watch, uh, you know, the game of the week or whatever, but, uh, yeah. um, that, if I want to watch work.
1: that's a work in progress. You have to sort of like source your way through different things when you cut the cable cord so to speak yeah yeah and uh there's ways you can find it it just takes you a little time
0: it does it does and there is some suppliers but unfortunately um you know the one we decided upon is very good and has some of the stuff that i want some of the stuff that the wife wants and um i for instance i don't get mlb network anymore either uh which is uh been a little rough especially during the, the uh winter meetings um uh, but you know you have to compromise and yeah uh and, and all the prices are going up it, it's it's uh, yeah. it's not that's even as exciting. cheap anymore
1: that's everything
0: just oh uh, my gosh morning it's terrible. i was going to
1: the grocery store and you know my my go to place walmart i was like you know turn the eye on out and the aisle front was a thing with cereal on it, Kellogg's cereal, brand new with uh, zero sugar, because I'm on a zero su- uh, sugar pick and have been for a while now. But they wanted $8 for a box of cereal. Yeah, like, Are it, you serious? It's, you know, like uh, it, it's I lifted crazy. up the box and it was like it was like air. There's like it's nothing air. In it. There's yeah. Puffs. Yeah. You know, I'm going to buy $8 for a little thing of puffs that'll give me three bowls of cereal. No, I don't think so. You know, so you got to be smart at the marketplace nowadays. You got to stretch that dollar, you know, and um, also when it comes to your cable or your um Roku or if that's what you use your streaming products uh, maybe we'll have some tips for the people next week.
0: Uh, well, I need tips.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to have to have somebody on a specialist on that.
0: Well, we do have a lot of problems. We have a lot of problems with the Wi-Fi. We changed company. I'm not going to mention names, but we did change companies and uh it was uh it is not good. It is we had we lose connection to the TV. We lose uh, constantly.
1: Ah, uh, uh, you got to get that fixed because I've I've had I it for, know. Look, for five years now. I have never dropped a signal. It's rock solid. So you got
0: we have had, had a technical the, issue. I had a guy. He we we're on our third router. We try. You know they keep changing the router on us, and it still does the same thing. It's so. something else. I I don't know. Well, I think it's the service. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) I think there's too many people on it in this area, and that's the problem. So um, the problem is, though, if you go back to the other one, you're paying more money. And.
1: That's true. You know, back to square one. But uh... I'm an
0: old retired guy. So uh, (laughs) it's, you know, looking to save. But. I I'll see what we're going to do. we we're, we're going to wait until a couple of months and try to live through it and then uh see what what deals are out there uh, once uh, you know a lot of these companies now are tying everything in with the mobile phones as well. Yeah. That's um, true. But, but we're tied up until February, I think it is, or March with the mobile phones. So once they come of due um then we'll see. Maybe we can switch and, and get a, a cheaper deal for the, the cable and everything. And um, you know, sounds great.
1: Sounds we'll awesome. see.
0: But that's my. Uh, uh, that's why 999, 999 a month would be very nice. Thank you. Uh, right, right.
1: <laughs> and you got that new <laughs> microphone that you're podcasting
0: from? And when, yes, well, that was uh, thank you. That was a Christmas present for me. So. Uh, very happy with that working out. Very great uh, yeah, so that, far, though. So.
1: That was an awesome gift. You're you're an old Heil guy, just like I am here. But uh, I'm sure you'll yeah. flop back to that uh, mic, and you know it sounds awesome. But one of the things I'm looking forward to in 2023 for baseball, as you said, there's a lot of rule changes, so we're going to have to get used to that again. And I'm not so sure I'm (laughs) going to be used to it or even like it. Uh, The pitch clock doesn't excite me at all. I I don't think baseball needs to be rushed at all. I may be in the minority. I don't know. I've never heard too many baseball fans complain, oh, the game was three hours. Big deal. It's not a game controlled by time. But another thing I'm looking forward to is the new managers that have taken over. Uh, the Phillies will have Rob Thompson for a full season. He took over the Phillies in June of 2022. And the Phillies flip-flopped around from a from a team that was on the way down and uh going to the basement on the way down, and they went all the way up to the penthouse and made the World Series last year. So I'm an, interested to see that this year. Uh the, the Angels uh unceremoniously got rid of joe madden and i questioned that move uh when it happened also back in june just four days after joe girardi got fired from the philadelphia phillies and uh but they had very similar records gary in fact the uh the angels were percentage points lower than the phillies start but uh phil nevin going to take over there in anaheim for the los angeles angels uh john schneider in toronto for his uh, first full season here july 13th Uh, the blue jays fired charlie montoyo and the texas rangers going to have tony beasley at the helm and the white Sox. this was a surprise tony la russa uh, retired because of health issues and Miguel Cairo, we remember him as a player, a lot of us, yeah, taking over for the White Sox. So uh, some interesting manager changes coming up in 2023 as well.
0: Well, I think LaRusso, when it comes to uh, talking about the White Sox, I think he lost that team last year. Um, and, I, you know, once you lose a team, it's tough to get it back. And he, he was, you know, he was real old school. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> if anybody was old school he was so uh you know it's a kind of a shame you like to see these guys uh uh go on their own terms he has to go because of health reasons but it happens and um you know so be it but uh yeah lots of new managers and lots of fun things uh, coming about and we'll see how it all shakes out and uh, we'll have the all-Star game festivities as you mentioned they will have the home run Derby. We'll see who who can win that this year and uh it's all ahead of us and um, you know, will there still be any major deals made in spring training, something to look forward to there and uh it's gonna be fun, Rich it's gonna be a great year and can the Phillies redo it again? Or will they? uh, Will they sink into the National League East sunset? We we shall see. Uh, I think uh, looking at everything, it's going to be three team race again, as it has been uh, for the uh, the National League East. The Central still looks like the Cardinals are the team to beat there. The West till somebody knocks off the Dodgers. They're the team in there, and. The AL, I mean, uh, do you go with the Yankees again? Tampa's always knocking at the door. Um, Yankees got a pitcher now. It's going to be out for the first month of the season. It looks like so we'll see how much that sets them back in and watch out for Baltimore. Baltimore could sneak up and I think they'll they'll be vying for a a wild card this year. But uh, yeah, it's going to be a wild year. Should be fun.
1: Yes, it should be. I can't wait for it. I'll probably be going to spring training. So uh, hopefully we'll do a show or two from down there. I'll do some uh, recording as well. Ah, uh, that's the plan anyway. But uh, as you said, the Baltimore Orioles had a great finish to twenty twenty-two. Uh, this year, believe it or not, is the this coming year is the fortieth anniversary of their World Series win against my favorite Philadelphia Phillies. It happened back in nineteen eighty-three. And also, speaking of the Phillies, the fifteenth anniversary this year in twenty twenty-three of the world series champion 2008 Philadelphia Phillies. Can you believe wow. it's been 15 years? Holy cow. Oh my god, that's a fast 15 years.
0: I thought some of those guys were still playing, but I guess
1: not. <laughs> No, no, it's just wow, time is just like, you know, you see those calendars blowing in the wind when you see a movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, it does.
1: I mean, it's it's years blowing in the wind, not just the dates uh Anymore, but uh, yeah, there's two anniversaries. Uh, the Dodgers having a 35th anniversary of their 1988 World Championship wow. series win, and uh, some other ones, the Yankees 25th anniversary of their 98 World Series champion and a 45th anniversary. If you can remember back this long, if you're a certain age, the 19. 19- 78 World Series Championship, New York Yankees. Uh, and Gary, I know you probably remember this because I do. Uh, the 50th anniversary of the Oakland A's 1973 World Series Championship. I'll never forget. Uh,
0: only that. I don't remember that fondly, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, Vita Blue, <laughs> uh, you know, Jim Catfish Hunter. On that team, uh, I was really starting to become a baseball fan at that time, you know, collecting the baseball cards as a kid. And uh, Joe Rudy was the catcher. I remember he had an oddball. Yeah. You know, he kicked his leg to the side, so to speak. You hardly see that these days. But, uh, yeah, those memories uh, are ingrained in my head there. Fifty and years a ago.
0: The argument with that series is that uh, uh, Yogi Berra was the manager of the Mets, and he should have started George Stone in Game Six instead of Tom Seaver. He could have pitched Seaver had they lo- the Mets actually had a three to two game lead going back to Oakland, and uh, he decided to pitch Seaver on short rest. He would have had Seaver for Game Seven, and he could have went with uh, George Stone in uh, game six and he did not and it did not work out for the Mets they lost game six and then uh, uh, game seven they lost and lost the World Series they were that close to winning their second World Series at that time which they would win 13 years later but uh, uh, my goodness 50 years and uh, you know I remember it I hate to say it I was in college (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah, the memories.
0: (laughs) It just doesn't seem possible that it's so long ago. You know, it's a funny thing when you're a kid and somebody says. um, I can remember when when, uh, John F. Kennedy got assassinated. I was in, I don't know, third grade or something, Uh, fourth grade, maybe. And when they said that uh, the records were going to be locked up for 50 years. Yeah. You know? Of the assassination, and and I'm thinking about that, and I'm saying, oh my god, fifty years, you know, that's like, it, it seemed like a thousand years, an
1: eternity, you know?
0: yeah. And then when the fifty year anniversary came, from I says, oh my god, I I can't believe that I'm still here. You know, you just don't think in those terms when you're a kid, yeah. and uh, it just, uh, you know. It, there was not that much electricity when I when we, well I shouldn't say that fifty years before I was born it, it was not that much electricity around it was nineteen oh three you know it was a hundred years from the Civil War almost uh, when I was ten yeah and it it doesn't it now it's a hundred years ago was Babe Ruth was playing baseball yeah from now so uh, time goes by so fast you don't realize it and uh it's just incredible it's just and and it's true what you said with the the calendar with the, the time flying especially when you get older when you get older wow the time just you don't want it to go then you want to hold on to the time Uh, But the birthdays keep coming at you fast and furious. And man, it's not fun. (laughs) The numbers add up quick, Rich.
1: That's true. Well, (laughs) check us out over at baseballtalkradio.com. You can find about 30 or 40 shows of the best independent and other baseball podcasts there. Got a live streaming page there, 24-hour a day, seven-day a week. Uh, Streaming like a radio station there. Uh, If you want to get a hold of us here at Baseball Talk Radio Show, you can send an email to Gary at BaseballTalkRadio.com or Rich at BaseballTalkRadio.com. We'll be glad to uh, mention something that you bring up on the show, or if you have a comment about it, please send it in. We used to hear from a lot of you out there. I hope everybody's okay because we haven't heard from too many people lately. But um, another thing, if you're watching this show on Facebook, do me a favor. Hit the share button and share us with your friends, because that's why we're doing this uh, live stream to Facebook. We want to get some more um, reach out there, and that's a good way to do it. So uh, if you do that for us, I greatly appreciate it. Hit that share button and make a post of your own. Share us with your friends, so to speak. And uh, Gary, why don't you uh, talk a little bit about your show that you do on the Mets?
0: Well, of course, I do a a weekly show called Mets Musings. We've been doing it since uh, 2010. It's, uh, I think, the longest running Mets podcast on the internet. I don't see anybody else claiming otherwise, so I'll take that claim. Uh, and we have guests and things like that and had a great time. The last one, our first show for 2023, we had a nice round table of, uh, of uh, people that uh, came on. We do that periodically. Um uh, throughout the season, i am gonna try to do it once a month I think uh during the off or, or during the season I should say and uh uh it's fun and I've been rerunning some old episodes some old interviews uh um during the off season when it when time's been slow so um and we're gonna do some more things in the upcoming season uh going to do some live shows and get people to comment but uh again as rich was saying it's important that uh, people realize we are independent podcasters we are not connected to ESPN or to uh any of the major networks or anything mm-hmm. at all we are all independent uh Uh, folks, and just doing it for the love of the sport and the love of our teams. Uh, Rich does his Phillies, I do my Mets as well as this. And I like to be media, yeah, yeah, (laughs) and uh you know um we've had some mentions on uh major uh shows uh at times yep. but um we need your help it, it, it's all about the you know the people out there listening to us or watching us on youtube uh by the way please check out the youtube station as well and hit the subscribe and the like button. And, uh, uh it just helps us know what that we're going in the right direction. And, you know, the people like the show and, um, you know, we'll, we'll try to bring on more stuff and, and do more stuff as rich was saying, guests and stuff. But, um, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, uh, we're out here by ourselves. So whatever yep. you can do to help us would be greatly appreciated and check out Mets musings on, uh, Apple podcasts, Google play, uh, youtube.com at slash at Mets musings. Uh, let's, and, and I have a website. If you don't want to look all over the place, look at metzmusings.com The audio and the video version every week is there. So go check it out.
1: Absolutely. That sounds great. And make Google your friend. Just type in Mets Musings and Gary and you're going to get his show guaranteed. (laughs) Uh, You can find my show that I do on the Phillies over at my website. It's fightingphillies.com. been doing that for a long time. Don't even want to say how long, because as we were talking about, <laughs> time goes by too quick. But um, also the Phillies Talk podcast with Rich Baxter and Matt Veazey, who's been doing the show with me probably for five years now. We just had a uh, guest on from the Philadelphia Inquirer. We talked to him about the recent signings of the Phillies and you know how he thinks the team is going. So check that out. Uh, search Phillies Talk Podcast with Rich Baxter. So uh, thanks, everyone, for listening to our first show of the year for 2023. Gary, uh, as usual, I can't wait to the next show, and I can't wait for a spring training to start up.
0: Yeah, and that will give us a lot more to talk about, Rich. <laughs> can't wait. Yep. So we'll see you all next week on, on another edition of the Baseball Talk Radio Show.